Today, banks are expected to be open and secure. That's why IBM has designed the first financial services-ready public cloud that gives you the best of both worlds. So banking can be easier for banks. Visit ibm.com slash financial cloud to learn more. IBM, let's put smart to work. Today, banks are expected to be open and secure. That's why IBM has designed the first financial services-ready public cloud that gives you the best of both worlds. So banking can be easier for banks. Visit ibm.com slash financial cloud to learn more. IBM, let's put smart to work. Ladies and gentlemen, this show is brought to you exclusively by the Reality Check Podcast Network. Hey everybody, this is Stan Wangland and welcome to Just Thinking. How the heck is everybody doing there today? I hope you're just doing absolutely wonderful. Are you scared to death about the coronavirus? Have your schools been shut down? Have you been sent home from work? Are you worried about living? Are you worried about dying? Well, if all of those things are true, I'm sorry to hear that. But like yourself, we're all in it together. I'm just thinking, and I guess we have to tell each other, welcome to the world. The world the way it is. I'm sure that for the great majority of us, all these things will pass. At least I'm hoping and praying that they will. So be of good cheer today if you possibly can, and and keep the faith and keep some optimism in your hearts. And if we work together all over the world, I know that sounds corny, but I'm sure we'll pull out of this one with flying colors. You know, and that's, uh, I was thinking, uh, that is going to be the tone of my show today. I actually had to give myself a break on Saturday and Sunday and recharge my batteries because I have done hundreds and hundreds of shows, uh, to say the least. And uh, I just needed to, you know, reset uh, for a day on there. I usually take one day off. And I, I splurged. I took a second day. And, you know, an epiphany came to me as I was... Uh, you know, resting and uh, recuperating and just relaxing a little bit uh, from my very, very hectic schedule. And I really do have a really, really hectic schedule. I was watching the news, watching shows, watching TV, you know, doing a little binge watching, eating some junk comfort food, all the things I shouldn't do, (laughs) but we all do. And I was, uh, I'm always doing shows where I constantly talking, uh, talk about the, the dumbing down of America, which I certainly believe it's not people where they want to be that way. It's, you know, how I think uh, society wants to condition us in many ways. But I was looking at all the political pundits and how things evolve themselves. I was looking at the plight of the uh, American farmer and people who worked in manufacturing. And, you know, the farmers, uh, you know, very much supported Trump and uh, them into this trade war. And now it's uh, a little bit different for them. They're really getting hammered. Uh, other people in industry are really getting hammered. And, you know, this could be with either party at different times in our country, or there's other things that are going on in the world, just the, the globalization of things and the competitive competitiveness 
of markets and, and stuff like that. Americans now in record numbers in places like New York and California uh, and other uh, you know big metropolitan areas, they can't afford a home anymore. They can't even afford an apartment. And I'm watching a show today uh, where uh, multiple people, it's like in, this, in Russia, when it was the Soviet Union, but we'll call it Russia, when multiple families were living in apartments or only party members could get an apartment and they weren't very nice. It's crazy. Streets are lined with people living in uh, RVs and, uh, uh, you know, trucks, SUVs, uh, all kinds of tiny homes to downsize and things like that. And today's show is about um, a combination of those things, but also listening to the voice of the people. You know, listening to the voice of America, what they what what they're really telling us uh, and not telling me anything because I'm the voice of America. I'm not some elitist. I'm not a billionaire. I'm not a millionaire. I'm not even a, uh, a partial millionaire. I'm just a middle class uh, person, even though I'm a college professor, I'm a psychologist and everything. I just live a, a, a middle class life, you know, maybe a little slightly above, but right around middle class. That's about it. And I'm tickled pink. That I'm able to do that. But the voice of America, and I'm sure it's this way in whatever country you're listening from, I'm sure there's a real voice. When I see all the anger and tribalism and um, thing, you know, the, the terrible things that are happening to people, you, you know, you wonder, you know, why many times uh, on Facebook and Twitter, and they don't represent America. That's just a small part of, of the population. Why people can't accept certain things. Uh, and that's including myself. See, I understand. And I'll give you an example of what I mean, listening to the voice of the people. Uh, in the election uh, in 2016 between Hillary Clinton and uh, President Trump, even though President Trump only won, Vis-a-vis the Electoral College, he did win. He did not win the popular vote. However, I think the voice of the people was clear in terms of the system that we have. Hillary Clinton was a flawed candidate, as was Donald Trump as a flawed candidate. But of the two, the people in America, the message that we should have come away with and people needed to understand is that they despise the political system. They despise the Mitch McConnell's. They despised uh, people on both sides of the aisle with, um, you know, what they felt was ineffective policies in many ways. They really uh, had a real hatred for politicians and their do nothingness and gridlock. Now, I don't blame President Obama for the majority of that. And neither did the American people because they elected him. A huge margins uh, both times. There were people that really sought to block everything he could possibly do and to undermine what he could do. And, and you know who those are, the Mitch McConnells, the Mark Meadows, the, all those kinds of folks that are there. But the voice of the people was nevertheless saying, hey, look, Donald Trump is our guy. You know, not the overwhelming majority, but a a, a large number of people. And we have to accept that. Now, take today with the voice of the people. The voice of the people, uh, I've heard more people bellyache. Uh, They just bellyache. And uh, it's like they're having a, a breakdown over Elizabeth Warren. 
and Amy Klobuchar and uh, uh, Kamala Harris, uh, you know, uh, you know, for not getting the Democratic nomination for president. And, uh, you know, you hear that this is some conspiracy by, you know, by uh, by old white guys and this and that and everything else like that. And uh, that term, which I hate, and I'm going to call it out every chance that I get it. I actually see some people now adjusting that senior white citizens or males. Yeah. Okay. That's a little better. You know, old white guys. I I love it. But uh, anyway, uh, all that being said, I haven't really put that out there on Facebook or Twitter because it fires people up and there's no point. The real voice of the people is not a lot of people liked Elizabeth Warren. You know, they did in the beginning. And when they saw other people, her she's a very good person, a very smart person, a very sincere person, but she has some qualities that, uh, Hey, look, quite frankly, a lot of people don't care for. And, uh, Democrats showed that at the primary ballot. Uh, they didn't, they didn't vote for her. And the point I would have to say, and I have to say this specifically to women's movements, uh, you know, or but specifically on this one, when you, you when, when you get into those conspiracy theories about people trying to deny her because she's a woman or this or that or whatever it is. On the same hand, you can't say about the power of the women, women, we're superwoman. We have all the, you know, the women made the, the difference in the vote in 2018 and they did. And they're marvelous and they're wonderful and they're as smart, if not smarter than uh, men many times with many of the candidates that, that, that we have. Uh, I, my personal physician is a female. Why? I want them specifically because they're female, because they're more sympathetic, they're more empathetic, they're more understanding. That's my stereotype. That's my experience in the healthcare field. I would love to see a woman president. I never look at gender as an issue. And I don't think a lot of other people do. Uh, and, and I think a lot of people do do that. But here's my point. Even the women in Warren's own state didn't put her in the driver's seat. So I'm so sorry, but we have to listen to the voice of the people. So sorry. You you can't make something that isn't there. And, you know, Abraham Lincoln, uh, I always do this quote because I think he's absolutely right. And I always remember it when I'm saying that America's dumbed down. And it is dumbed down, in my opinion. I'll keep saying that. It may be dumbed down, but we still, because of our freedoms uh, and our ability to, to access information, if we choose to do so wisely, you can fool some of the people some of the time and you can fool all of the people some of the time, as Lincoln said. But you can't fool all the people all the time. And I'm sorry, I'm b- pounding on my little table here and you're going to hear it on the mic. And Lincoln was an astute observer of individuals. And that's exactly what's happened. You can't fool all the people all the time. And you can see that in politics today. You can get the president. He can tell you black is white and people eat it up. He can tell him he can tell you that this is a hoax and this is bullshit. And it was a perfect call. And you can see clearly that the guy is obstructing justice or whatever. And people can rationalize it. But he can't do that with the coronavirus. And he can't do it with things like Korea if they're firing off missiles, regardless of what he says. You can't do it with those kind of situations. So the wisdom of the people comes through 
And I think it's coming through now and people are saying, this is going to cost this guy. He may do whatever he does, but I think people are going to see through that because it's uh, powerful enough. You know, so the voice of people needs to be heard. Now, let me flip around to another politician. I'll use politics for some of the examples here with Bernie Sanders. I'm a Bernie Sanders supporter, big time. That may turn a lot of you off. I hope not. It's a big similarity between Bernie Sanders and, and Donald Trump supporters and the fact that we're very vehement and very loyal to our candidate. However, I don't think anybody's conspired against Bernie. I think they've uh, played their political hand against Bernie, uh, which he does the same. Yeah, if the mo- if you have five moderates and they decide, hey, we don't want a super progressive agenda, they're going to give their support to one another and try and band around one candidate like they are with Joe Biden. And quite frankly, I think Biden uh, can do a great service to the country. I don't think the country anymore is ready for a revolution. I'm sorry, and I'm going to repeat that. I'm a, my little puppy is called Bernie Sanders, folks. I've mentioned this a million times. That's how much I love Bernie. Same high school. I've been through this a million times. Love him. He's an FDR. He's a great guy. I don't believe all that bullshit. You know, Bernie hasn't done anything. Bernie is a good guy. And, and, and a lot of it, what he hasn't done, he hasn't voted for the war in Iraq. He hasn't done this. He hasn't done that. He didn't vote for trade agreements that hurt American industrial uh, workers or anything else. However, the voice of the people is pretty darn clear. Uh, I think the Republicans and the Democrats, too, have done a successful job at painting Bernie. And Donald Trump admitted it the other day. He says, I was all ready for Bernie. Start calling him a communist. Is Bernie a communist? Of course he's not. He's a democratic socialist, as many people in our government have been. They just call themselves progressives or left wing or left of the center or what? You know, if you want a fire department, if you want a Centers for Disease Control, if you want Social Security, if you want Medicaid for your kids, if they're disabled, you're a socialist, man. You believe in socialism, democratic socialism. (laughs) Okay, you're a member of a union? You believe in democratic socialism. Okay, what's the confusion? But here's the point. The voice of the people is saying they don't want another revolution. Some people do. However, the same is for Elizabeth Warren. What did the young people do for Bernie? The younger vo- Today, banks are expected to be open and secure. That's why IBM has designed the first financial services ready public cloud that gives you the best of both worlds. So banking can be easier for banks. Visit ibm.com slash financial cloud to learn more. IBM, let's put smart to work. Today, banks are expected to be more open, but they're also expected to be more secure. How do you do both? IBM has designed the first financial services-ready public cloud that gives you the best of both worlds. It's a platform that will help you handle regulatory compliance, protect data privacy, and speed up innovation. So banking can be easier for banks. Visit ibm.com slash financial cloud to learn more. IBM, let's put smart to work. Voters that he was looking for. The younger voters that, uh, that uh, catapulted him to success in this campaign and catapulted him to success in many places against Hillary Clinton. They never materialized at Super Tuesday. However, older, moderate voters, other Democrats who have been lifelong centrists and everything else like that, yeah, the voice of those people for their party was, yeah, 
we, we'd rather have Joe Biden. We know who Joe Biden is. Joe Biden is a, is a kind of a left of center centrist. And uh, he's a decent guy. He's a safe guy. He's a guy who can get us through a transition period. And what is the voice of many people, independents and Democrats in this country? The voice of the people is they're not worried about transgender rights right now, gay marriages, funding for Planned Parenthood. Those were all important issues. They want Donald Trump out of office. They hate him. They think he's destructive. They think he's a criminal. He's ruining our country. And I could do a thousand shows on how he is and how some of the Democrats have also. And that is my chief thing. I get into more arguments with my wife, who's even a bigger Bernie supporter than I am. The Biden's going to do this. I will die. Hey, not necessarily so. But regardless, I'll take a Joe Biden. I'll take a Mike Bloomberg. I'll take a Amy Klobuchar. I'll take a Kamala Harris. I'll take uh, a whole, you know, uh, Tom Steyer any friggin' day over Donald Trump. Because like Rich Wilson, the former Republican strategist said, he wrote a best-selling book, go get it. Everything Trump touches dies. And it does die. And that's going to be a show that I'll be doing probably next called America, Death by a Thousand Cuts. So the voice of the people is very, very, very important. The voice of the people. And you're going to see it with the farmers and the industrialists. I mean, in industry workers uh, and things like that. Now, they're sick and tired of shit. You're seeing it with young millennials and things. The vo- Listen to the voice of their people. They're our citizens. They're saying, hey, man, I can't pay my school bills. Like I said, I'm watching stuff for future shows here today, talking about people who buy a home. They have to to rent it to four families. That's insane. The voice of the people is getting furious at income and wage disparity. They're tired of it. They're tired of tax cuts for the rich. But the voice of the people also says, I hate the Democrats so much. Sometimes if they're not a Democrat, I'll, I'll put up with all that shit just so you can have a Democratic president, just so this guy can stay in here and screw me and spite, your, spite you. That's the voice of the people, too. The voice of the people is not always rational. The voice of the people is not always logical. And absolutely, the voice of the people is not always correct. But it is their right. It is their right to be heard. The voice of the people in this country, I'm so sorry. We have a country that's, you know, has some benevolence to it, to be sure, and is kind. At the same time, the people in this country, the voice of the people, the old thing from the Bible, you can't serve God and and mammon, mammon being money. They worship money. They worship money. They're blinded by money. That's the voice of the people. The majority of people, that's what they worship. Yeah. The voice of the people uh, is they're afraid of intimacy now. 
they're afraid of getting close. They, uh, you know, they will move on in a job or move on in a situation or, or do a million and one things. Uh, whenever the opportunity is there, the, the, the days of the company man and company woman, Mm-mm. they're only doing that for health insurance. The voice of the people in our country right now is, you know, they don't mind if you can get health care if somebody else pays for it as long as they have it. But they're not losing any sleep. They're not going to go uh, and march in the streets over it unless it's for them. Yeah. That's uh, th- that may sound like it's pretty scary stuff, uh, but it's not. And here's also the voice of the, the people. The voice of the people think that the president was wrong uh, to some degree with, uh, you know, the uh, the stuff with the Ukraine and everything else like that and the impeachment hearings and so on and so forth. And uh, and uh, they uh, they didn't really know too much one way or the other about the, the Mueller report, but they didn't see that as the most serious thing. And when Ma, when Bob Mueller came out and took a big shit and obviously was not well and was stumbling all over, the, the voice of the people said, we don't give a shit about this one way or the other. As a matter of fact, the voice of the people were not in outrage over the impeachment stuff for the president. They definitely thought what he did was wrong. But again, they had other things that were on their plate. And uh, it was going in one ear and out the other. I can tell you what's the voice of the people now. Because we're just about at 20 minutes for the show and it's time to wrap up. The voice of the people that I hear, and maybe it's my own voice, and it isn't a quiet, still voice in my head. And it's one of the reasons I can easily say, Bernie, I love you, but you did. we didn't get there, brother. But we'll get it there another way. The voice in my head says... We need a change of presidents to start before we have a little bit of a change of attitude and hope and compassion and decency in our country. We need a transition to see where we're going to go in the 21st century in some type of an intelligent manner. And, and we, need, uh, we need some peace and we need some quiet and we need some time to rest and recuperate and get our act together and think straight for a while. And Donald Trump can't provide that because he's like living with a kid who has, uh, you know, ADHD and a behavior problem at the same time. And I worked in that field for over 40 years. And I can tell you what it does. You have a few good moments many times. Uh, and uh, again, no disrespect to anybody with uh, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. And then you've got a kid who can't uh, sit still. He can't control his emotions. He's having problems with his schoolwork. And you look at this guy, it's the same thing. This mofo is, is going 24-7. He is a belligerent. He is acting out, firing people up all hours of the day and night. We've got a crazy man. And all the systems you know, are affected by this. All of them are affected by this or many of them. And now we're seeing it with a major health scare. What if situations come to us? That's what a lot of people are thinking. The voice of the people may say, Hey, I hate Democrats or the voice of the people may say, Hey, uh, you know, I liked what you did with the stock market, but the voice of the people saying that shit ain't worth it, man. I can tell you, man, if you said, Stan, you, you, you want to go back and, and uh, you know, when I got divorced, I was married for almost 20 years and I was heartbroken over getting divorced. And there's no disrespect uh, if my ex-wife is listening to this show. Uh, 
And um, I, I was just devastated by that uh, I, on, on many levels. And uh, in many ways, I didn't want that to happen, but it was inevitable. It had to happen. And um, it did. And there were times I uh, thought about, you know, you know, would this be a better thing if we could work this out together again? You know, because we have a history of family of all these things in it. Well, time has a funny way of doing things. It gives you perspective. And after uh, about a year of not being around that craziness, and I'm not going to say that's, uh, you know, anybody's fault, mine, my ex-wives or anybody else's. That's just shit that happens sometimes. Uh, a situation came up where, you know, uh, where it, it was feasible to think there could be a possibility. Not in a million years from my, my point of view. Not in a million years. Was that because I wanted to be mean to somebody? Is that because I hated anybody? Because I didn't care about anybody? Uh, no, none of those things. I did not want that level of nuttiness. It wasn't worth it. You couldn't pay me enough money to be back in that kind of uh, a black hole emotionally and, uh, you know, acting out and on a day by day basis. And that's what people are feeling now. They're feeling that way economically. They're feeling that way politically. They're feeling that way culturally. They want to shift. They don't want a revolution. They want a shift. And that's my show today. How about you? You're going to start off Monday. Don't worry about the revolution. Don't worry about people destroying the country. This too shall pass. We need to shift back, in my opinion, and we will. That's what I'm hearing from my peeps on the street. And they're not billionaires. They're not all lawyers and doctors. Uh, or anything else like that. There's a lot of people who just drive a truck or who work uh, in a gas station as a mechanic, do roofing jobs, a lot of blue-collar people out there. And yeah, they, they want to be proud of their country. They want to be proud of their institutions and things like that. They want to be left alone. They want to just be able to, if they're a farmer, they want to go out and fucking grow something. If they're working a factory, they want to go fucking go out and, you know, and that's it. They want to fucking go out and work in a factory, make some money, uh, be able to pay their goddamn bills, have a few dollars in savings, uh, get their medical needs taken care of when they, you know, when they come up and, uh, you know, Go out a few times a week for dinner. The American dream, different American dream. Young people want to be able to go to college or trade school, be able to, you know, pay off a loan like a human being, be able to live their life however the hell they want and uh, not be saddled by debt or, you know, nobody wants to start living in these cargo crates all over the place or being uh, treated like a, a, a worker bee 24-7. That's what I hear. So what do you guys think? I'd love to hear. So anyway, you guys have a good day and I will catch you during the week with a whole series of great shows. And thank you for your support. Today, banks are expected to be open and secure. That's why IBM has designed the first financial services ready public cloud that gives you the best of both worlds. So banking can be easier for banks. Visit IBM.com slash financial cloud to learn more. IBM, let's put smart to work. Today, banks are expected to be more open but they're also expected to be more secure. How do you do both? IBM has designed the first financial services-ready public cloud that gives you the best of both worlds. It's a platform that will help you handle regulatory compliance, protect data privacy, and speed up innovation. So banking can be easier for banks. 
Visit ibm.com slash financial cloud to learn more. IBM, let's put smart to work. Did you really think it was just guys that like to discuss and analyze wrestling? I'm here to tell you there's a new chick in town. My name is Sunny Salem, and I am the host of That's What She Said. Get a female perspective of all the ins and outs of the wrestling business today. But don't worry, this isn't no prissy princess show. I hold nothing back. Check out That's What She Said on all major streaming platforms. What's going on? You have John Wanglin, one of the hosts of Wrestling With Reality. Check out our shows this week on Wrestling With Reality. We have some great shows. We have our MMA show. We look at... Is Khabib Namagamadov versus George St. Pierre a reality? Why John Jones is such a disgrace to the UFC? We also have on WCW Monday Nitro Watch Along, and we take a look back at Triple H in his 25-year career in the WWE. So check out Wrestling With Reality on all major podcast outlets.